Earlier, I showed you the intestinal barrier. And as you may remember, this barrier is only one cell thick. So each one of these pink cells here is joined to its neighbor via these little proteins that they have an overall name called the tight junction, right? So on the picture on the left, they're all joined together and they're able to keep things out that shouldn't be, shouldn't be getting into the bloodstream. On the right-hand picture, you can see when the gut is leaky and inflamed, it can cause these tight junctions, these proteins that join the intestinal cells. It can cause them to, to, to these tight, tight junctions to break down and they can cause these tiny little gaps in between the cells. So this is a state that we call intestinal permeability or just for simple everyday use, we just call it leaky gut because stuff can leak through that should not. So undigested food particles, pathogens, toxins. So they can get through those gaps in between the intestinal cells and they can get into the bloodstream. And why is that not a good thing? It is because this leaky gut can cause food sensitivities because the immune system becomes activated when it sees a larger food molecule. It's not used to seeing it, so it thinks it's a foreign invader, so it begins to attack it, and that will cause this immune activation, will cause inflammation, and it can cause the immune system to start attacking those food particles, which th this is how food sensitivities develop. It can also cause food maldigestion and malabsorption because, again, if you have larger particles coming through, they, they haven't been broken down by our enzymes, which means that when they're inside the, the bloodstream, when they go to the liver, it cannot work with them as well as if they were the tiny little amino acids or whatever other little food particles that they should have been. Of course, anytime there's leaky gut, you can generally assume that there's damage to the intestinal lining and inflammation. So it can be a process where it feeds, it's like a vicious cycle, it feeds on itself. So, so leaky gut can cause more damage to the intestinal lining and further inflammation, which can further increase the intestinal permeability. Another scenario is that the toxins and the bacterial chemicals that the bacteria produce through their own metabolism, they now can just enter the bloodstream without the protection of the gut barrier that would normally not let them through. And finally, if this process continues for long enough unchecked, it can lead to autoimmunity, which is where the, the immune system attacks our own tissues, so our, our own molecules that are part of the self. And I will, I will talk about autoimmunity more later because there certainly seems to be an autoimmune component in at least some percentage of autistic children. So it's worth knowing more about that. Now, what can cause leaky gut? So inflammation, which can be caused by many other things. So basically all the, the rest of the points that, that I'll cover can cause inflammation that can cause or contribute to leaky gut. Gut infections as well, they can contribute to leaky gut. Food allergies or sensitivities. Heavy metals and chemicals, these are in our food. Um, to a large extent, we cannot avoid all of them. We can do certain things to avoid them. Uh, for example, organic food is a great way to reduce pesticide chemicals 
herbicides, artificial fertilizers, things like that. We'll talk a lot about the importance of organic food later. Gluten is known that it can it can break down those tight junctions, certain proteins in the tight junctions. Food additives, for example, emulsifiers, and f- even physical and emotional stress can contribute to leaky gut. In fact, we cannot, we really cannot underestimate how negative an impact emotional, psychological stress can have on the gut, actually. Here is a quote from a study that I cite in my book. Toxic chemicals such as mercury, aluminum, formaldehyde, glutaraldehyde, bisphenol A, artificial food coloring in the environment and in food products and vaccines or medications have the capacity to break the oral tolerance mechanism and increase intestinal permeability. So later on in this module, I will be discussing to some extent uh, some of these toxic chemicals such as mercury, aluminum, formaldehyde, bisphenol A, and a little bit about artificial food coloring. So you will learn why they're not good. And later on in the course, you will learn how to decrease your child's exposure to them. And just very briefly, there's four studies that I've seen where the researchers have found increased intestinal permeability um, in the autistic study participants. So anywhere between 26% and 76% of them had increased leaky gut. So it is definitely an issue affecting autistic children. And on the positive side of things, I'm trying to not only focus on the problems. I know that the rest of the course will cover solutions, but it can get a little bit overwhelming just looking at problems, problems, problems. But on the positive side of things, everything I will teach you about how to improve your child's gut health will have a positive impact on leaky gut. So if you identify gut pathogens, if you remove stressors like food sensitivities, chemicals, heavy metals, things like that, toxic exposures from food and the environment. And if you add a few supplements, if you improve the diet, if you remove things like gluten, you already automatically create the positive conditions in which your child will be able to, basically their gut will start healing. So please don't get disheartened. Again, this module is just to educate you so that you can appreciate the importance of the strategies I cover in the rest of the course.